Connect, connecting people. Good afternoon, uh, good day, uh, and welcome to uh, the fifth uh, episode of The Connect. Hello, Sile. Hi, Dibiko. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Good, uh-huh. happy. Still enjoying the summer in Malmo? Yes, 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 of course. <laughs> Have you been to the beach yet? Uh, not yet, but mm-hmm. it's raining. It's yeah, been raining all week. There are summer days as well. There are summer, very hot days. The weather is very unpredictable. So. And you're, you are now going to blame the dissertation as well. Because, um, yeah. Well, you've started a hiking club, so I think I'll join you in hiking. Yes, yes, I'm a hiker now. Uh, I've bought hiking boots. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome, Clement. Uh, no. <laughs> Clement, as you know, is the technical director. Mm. Um, he stresses a lot about uh, what we sound like and, and, and everything that connect. Mm. And welcome to El Cidio. Uh, <laughs> hello, El Cidio. I thought he was going to wave, but he didn't. He's getting used <laughs> to this. <laughs> Cedia is a very good friend of the Connect, as you uh, know. No. Uh, we'll define him. We'll give him a position yes. very soon. Next like time. I think, yes. I think he's still trying to find his way around what is it that he does at the Connect. Yes. He'll tell us very, very soon because I think in the next couple of uh, episodes in, uh, we're going to we'll have, have um, as a guest, as a guest, yes. and then we'll then define what is it that he does. Mm. But today's is quite special because we have our almost neighbor, mm. um, uh, this, the uh, the gentleman who is in the studio today. Uh, his country is not too far from where we come from. Mm. Um, uh, it's one of the countries that I actually would live in okay. um, if I had to leave South Africa and li- still live in Africa. That's okay. It's a beautiful country, beautiful mm. country, beautiful people, very mm. kind people, mm. very nice people. I have hardly heard of anything violent coming out of this country. Um, they've got the best fish um, and best other things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Gift, please introduce yourself. And tell us which country you come from. Hello, my name is Gift William Kamwenda. I'm coming from Malawi. And we just call it the warm heart of Africa because yes. of uh, the beautiful sceneries around Lake Malawi and the beautiful people and people of good hospitality. Um, I am in the class of uh, 2023 here at WMU. Um, in the specialization of uh, my term education and training. Mm-hmm. Uh, back home, I come from, or I can say my work experience, I work in the Malawi Defense Force um, in the service of uh, Malawi Maritime Force, which mm-hmm. is uh, like another branch mm-hmm. within the Malawi Defense Force. So. I can say the Malay Maritime Force works more like the Navy because we are working on the waters. Yes. Right. And and actually before you go on like if 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 you read on the surface Malawi is uh, a landlocked, landlocked country, right? Yes. And then you wouldn't think that um, anything maritime would be coming out of Malawi. I mean like it's for people that would not know what maritime is. But I think that's very very exciting or interesting that Malawi has a maritime force, mm. which a country like South Africa doesn't have. But you have, um, you can explain to us what what exactly that arm of the joint forces does. Yes, I mean, and I also know you as a soldier, rather. So just unpack for us um, the maritime force and how it forms part of the Malawi Defence Force. And yeah, yeah, I will just explain from um, how it come into being. Mm-hmm. Um, 
some time back it used to be called a naval unit. Okay. Yeah, but the use of that terminology naval, uh, there were some other people of different thoughts say, okay, naval is something so big. Mm. And being that we are a landlocked country, yeah, so we had been changing the name from Malay Defense Force, Marine Unit. Mm -hmm. And then when it became into a separate service within the Malay Defense Force, it was called the Malay Maritime Force. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's it. Um, its uh, capabilities is to, to provide protection on the, the waters of Lake Malawi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we are sharing boundaries with the two countries, uh, Mozambique to the uh, south, and then we have um, Tanzania mm. to the north. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Okay. And 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 um, uh, I want to go back to the warm heart of Africa. I was telling Cecilia that it's actually like, uh, she was very surprised when I said it's a country that I would like to um, to live, to live in. in if I have to live in Africa apart from South Africa. Um, tell us a little bit more why people would call it the warm heart of, of Africa. Uh, Malawi is uh, known to be the warm heart of Africa. Uh, in the first place, as I already explained, you have uh, people who have uh, good heart of welcome people, mm -hmm. no matter where they're coming from. They are treated as the indigenous people in that country. Mm -hmm. um, even if you can um, visit any common any common family, the hospitality you will see there, you will see that okay, these people have already uh, welcomed me. If it is during the time of a lot of flus, every family you go to, mm -hmm. they will give you something. Mm. If it is food, every family will have to give you food. But I cannot manage to eat all of this. So everyone would like to give you more food. Okay, uh, apart from that, then there's this issue of the, the rake, um, mm. which is uh, uh, 507 something kilometers in length mm -hmm. and uh, 78 kilometers in width. Yeah. and is sharing boundaries to, okay, we can say three countries. Mm. So it's a quite big a inland lake, uh, yeah. inland uh, water lake. Mm. Yeah, I think it forms part of the um, the lift valley which started up from the Tanganyika going downwards. Mm -hmm. It was, I think it was formed through the that process of uh, the lift valleys. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a long time ago. So it's, it's having uh, fresh waters mm -hmm. with a lot of uh, goods and services, like I say, ecosystem whereby it's offering nice fish, mm -hmm. uh, everything which we want. So it's a center of uh, tourism attraction. People from far and wide come mm -hmm. to the country just to cherish how beautiful the country is. Mm -hmm. So if these things uh, come together, hospitality of people, mm -hmm the beautiful scenarios of the country. So we normally ask, um, welcome people far and wide and let them enjoy the place. Yeah, so that's what makes it to be the, the warm heart of Africa. Yeah. But, sorry, it actually makes sense why you would have a maritime force then, you know, mm. to actually protect this, this lake and the ecosystem. Um, we can say that uh, even if I can come back to explain more about the the essence of international maritime organizations. Please do. 
yeah so you hear that uh, their purpose is to provide safe uh safe shipping mm. uh, what do you call it safe shipping safety uh, of life and property at sea yeah yeah mm. property at sea so what happens at sea mm. can also happens in the inland, inland bodies mm. when you talk about people capsizing on the on that wreck mm. is also happening in the in the seas mm-hmm. if the uh, there is uh, issues of search and rescue mm-hmm. people who go to the to the lake for fishing if they happen to capsize mm-hmm. we need services to to conduct search and rescue mm-hmm. so it, it, now you can see that we're talking about the safety people who are going on that wreck mm-hmm. yeah so we need to have the people who are to, to uh, to man the vessels who mm-hmm. are competent and this is where now the training comes into the into being yeah. and then of all the above then you should know that Malawi is a member state of the international maritime organization mm-hmm. so despite having not the access to the open seas but having that capability of having waters whereby we have vessels uh, it's quite interesting if I can tell you that uh, the the kind of vessels which uh, we have mm. that are sailing on that lake, you see that uh, they are somehow more advanced. Mm. Yeah, but the whole essence is to to provide different services to the government in times of need. Of if course. it is about the, the search and rescue, the other um, uh, we have one district in Malawi which mm. is like the uh, inland island okay so the only way to go there is through air and by sea by waters mm. so with the provision of uh, um, commercial shipping there's commercial shipping uh, we have ships which are carrying cargo to and from and um, the lake um, connects to the northern corridor the northern corridor we're talking about uh, there's a route which is from malawi going to the port mm-hmm. so that's the only way which we access the sea mm. through the uh, the road network which is from uh, songwe to daraslam okay. so from uh, daraslam to songwe is where there is a, a port in kalonga mm. whereby if people have imported a lot of things they want to transport to the southern part of Malawi, mm-hmm. they can use the waters through the ships and transport them down. So much as we don't have, or we, we are a landlocked country, but uh, Very much still we are working like a maritime mm. uh, because we have a large body of water. Mm. What is happening in a large scale in uh, those countries which are my term nations is also happening there. Mm. Uh, I might uh, uh, tell you that I think uh, the idea of having a maritime uh, uh, ship, to have shipping in the mm. country started when uh, around 1946 when they built a very large ship during the, the colonial masters. Mm. So. Because the people who were using uh, those ships were not all that competent, it capsized on the third try on the Lake Malawi. Oh. So almost, uh, we can say, 200 and something people died mm. on that one. So it's when uh, the idea of uh, 
having trained uh, trained people people who are competent how to handle the different um, uh, vessels come into being so it started with a uh, we can say a private company that time was known as uh, the Malawi shipping company mm -hmm. so they started training in the form of um, international training in the yeah. United Kingdom as you know we were colonized by the um, the, the, the British masters mm. so they had to send people to train in the United Kingdom mm. so the, uh, that train has been was going on up until they realized that people who were going to the United Kingdom for uh, studies to do with the seafaring were not returning back <laughs> Okay. So they settled there. They were settled there. They get <laughs> they get the knowledge. They get the experience. Mm. They were not coming back. Mm. Now it's when they say, okay, now I think we must have an uh, internal institution where we should yeah. be uh, training our own personnel wow. so that we should be conducting these things. So it started with the the same organization now say, and then they had to work in collaboration with the Minister of Transport. Mm. And it's where now they had to establish the Malawi Maritime Training College. Mm. So that um, that school was uh, uh, established with the capacity building from the IMO. Mm. They had to help so that they should bring all the infrastructure all together. And now it's. Uh, uh, training uh, navigation officers and marine engineering officers. Okay. So those people who are training there from the maritime uh, marine college, we say marine college, uh, some will go to the fishing industry where mm -hmm. there are also a lot of uh, companies who are fishing in the uh, freshwater of Lake Malawi. Mm -hmm. So others are employed in that side, skippers who are operating the uh, different fishing vessels. Mm -hmm. Others join the commercial shipping lines, yeah, which is sometimes uh, run by private entities. And the majority of people will join the Malawi Defense Force mm -hmm. to, to to help land the this maritime force. force. Yeah, yeah, because it's where we have uh, different assets on how to yeah. I think it's safe to say that Malawi is a fully fleshed maritime mm. nation. Yeah. And, and 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 I urge anybody who wants to learn more about this to go and read more about Malawi and visit Malawi to to, to, to see all of this all of this. That is why I want to live there. But <laughs> but um uh, let's go back to now what you do in the army, specifically you. Um what is what is your job there? Um my law in the Malawi Defence Force, um Currently, I'm working as a, a logistics staff officer in the Malawi Maritime Force headquarters. Uh, I'm charged with the affairs of uh, uh, procurement of uh, goods and services. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, and the management of projects. Yeah, but apart from uh, that law, I also, from time to time, um, requested to to be the training officer in different courses uh -huh. that are happening in the, at the larger scale on the, uh, we call it Malawi Defense Force. Uh, so we normally go there and conduct uh, training 
training either the league clothes or the already uh, soldiers in the progressive courses. Mm. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing from time to time. Oh, okay. So you may, I, I mean, you've mentioned training um, so many times and you are specializing in maritime education and training. Exactly. So what are you hoping to do when you go back? Because you said you were training, um, there was a lot of training on soldiers, and now specifically being at WMU, it's more on maritime. How are you planning to sort of link the two um, when you go back home? Yeah, so I can say that uh, the knowledge which I've got from uh, WMU is quite important and I'm looking forward to to change a lot of things when I go back. Uh, as you have already said that I've mentioned several times the issues of the issue of training. Yeah, so from time to time, because I've done a lot of things like designing, delivery of uh, curriculum, uh, and then how to to deliver lessons online. Mm-hmm. So it's quite a lot of things. If I go there, intend to to enhance training, yeah, yeah which can be both uh, online or face to face, and reach as many people as possible. As uh, yeah, 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 for sure. So much as I'll be full time in the the maritime, yeah, training the sailors upgrading the fellas, yeah, this issue of upskilling and reskilling. So the knowledge which I've got here, mm-hmm. we can say, can also be applied in different aspects, mm-hmm. different aspects yeah, of training. Yeah. yeah. So not only in the maritime, I can also um, transfer my knowledge to another, well. another sector as yeah. well, because uh, much as we are doing the maritime affairs, but I think the aspect of education has been so strong. Mm. Yeah, has been so strong. But at a certain extent, it was seen that it was fully applied in the maritime. So the knowledge got here can apply elsewhere. Mm. But when I go back to where I'm, I'm working, then I intend to, yeah, to make sure that I establish a good department of. Uh, training mm. uh, which will see to it that we are producing competent mm. and people who will be mm. using different uh, uh, shipping technologies. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'll use uh, the term uh, technology users. I, I normally use technology users. I, I'm always running away from the concept of Fusifera. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? Tell yes, us. because <laughs> uh, according to um, we can say STCW, yeah. how they defined a CFLA. Yeah. So a CFLA is people who are working on the board of the ship, mm-hmm. which is not uh, exclusively for military purposes. Yeah. You understand now? So it's like that, that uh, term of CFLA is removed from the uh, from the, the naval ships, mm-hmm. what? Yes. And uh, those uh, vessels which are strictly maybe for leisure, mm-hmm. yeah, they are not for business, for yes. commercial purposes. So sometimes I will normally use, okay, navigators, mm-hmm. uh, uh, technology use, uh, users, so that 
I should not be um, cornered with yeah. the term of suffering. As you also said that uh, Malawi is not a maritime nation. Mm. So much as the the international law says, yeah, so we cannot say that, okay, these are syphilis, this is what. Of course, the concept is the same. Yeah. Yeah, but now, according to the definition about the ST, of the STCW, will restrict us to, to, to say Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And then you've got people like you that know how to just get around it and mm-hmm. make sure that it apl- it's applied uh, properly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah yes. it's applied properly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about this course that you're doing at uh, your specialization here at WMU. Sidla mentioned it as maritime education and training. Why specifically did you choose it? Because you were working in uh, logistics, like you said. Yes. Um, so and then you then decided to come here. And there is a, there is a shipping, management shipping management and logistics, logistics here at WMU. But then you then decided that, no, no, you're going to do... Um, uh, maritime education and training. And sorry, and you could have actually gone into safety at sea and so forth. Um, mm. You know, with the uh, within your maritime defence force. But yes, yeah. So it's, uh, it has been a twist of events. Mm. In the first place, I applied for shipping logistics and what uh shipping management and logistics okay. yeah shipping management and logistics you never tried to no, apply no, no. for ma- maritime law and policy no, at all but why but no, why no, no, would okay. you just just trying <laughs> right, to find yeah, out right. okay. <laughs> so i should uh, yeah, yeah. so i applied for um, shipping management and logistics mm-hmm. and then it was the time for to wait for the the feedback mm-hmm. so when the feedback came it was like oh thank you very much for applying for uh, this course, but unfortunately, your application has been rejected. Mm. Yeah, that was the feedback from the WMU, and then there was a connecting sentence which said, "However, mm-hmm. I always love these however sentences." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so there was that. However, yeah. however, you have high chances of being picked. Oh, within the Malawi, um, maritime. maritime education and training. Okay. Yeah, the case being that uh, I have a background in education. Mm. Okay. So all what I did in the past was education. My bachelor's degree, I did uh, a Bachelor of Arts Education, okay. which I majored in French and minor English. Ah. So looking at the maybe the transcript, everything we, we, which we, are, we have been learning during the specialization mm. was all applying to what I did, of which that's why they said you could have high chances of being picked in this one. So they went on to say, if you wish, we can change ourselves for you. Mm. Okay. So I said, oh, yeah, so you can just go ahead right and ahead. Change, change that application and put my term education and what, what. Mm. So... After they did that, then they had to ask me now to write another motivation mm, statement, yes. yeah. which is connected to the MITAM education mm-hmm. and training. Yeah, so the process went on up until we had like uh, the interviews, online interviews, mm. when we were talking about these issues of STCW and mm-hmm. say, why uh, on the STCW, which one do you think is applying to the course which you are applying yeah, yeah so the, the thing of uh, 
quality education so we discuss at length the, that issue of STC do you remember who was asking you the questions yeah, you know that time the the questions were not like uh, coming like on the studio like this one ah okay it was just written oh yes of course of course yes you, we you, did the same thing as well yeah, yeah then you just yeah. had to, to record yourself okay, yeah. so then i was this is now you can see i was channeled from this wish to do the smr mm. to this of education and training yeah. sorry and, gift yeah. i i just want to interrupt you my story is actually similar i had actually applied for maritime education and training yes um but when i actually got here um that's when people started asking have you ever lectured to uh, do you have anything in education and i just thought you know what let me just go back to what i know just to be on the safe side and i actually changed to shipping management and logistics um but i think it's actually really great of wmu to sort of profile us and actually make sure that we're in the right um specialization, specialization career path, uh, career yeah. path yeah. yes mm. so that's why it was quite easy for me to change from um MET to SML because I've got a background in logistics yeah. and shipping. Mm-hmm. Great minds think alike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was <laughs> like uh, I was moved from SML yeah to MET while this one at yes. a later time <laughs> she moved from uh, MET <laughs> to yeah. SML. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You swapped places basically almost. Yeah, almost <laughs> you can say. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And any regrets about this move? No, no regrets because I realized that it was a good move. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could have struggled a lot because I could start things which I've never <laughs> I never I never maybe um rent before. Mm-hmm. So I was I could be starting new material which could have been very difficult to assimilate. Absolutely. But because I was coming from uh, education background, mm-hmm. everything which I've been uh encountering mm. it's like i already know it yeah. it is like familiar fields like yeah, yeah, is, yeah. when you're talking yeah. about <clears throat> running theories different philosophies yeah i was already aware about that mm. uh, talking about these uh, issues of um, uh writing teaching mm. I've, i've been teaching in the past yeah before i was fully in the military so yeah it's like I was home in the my, wow. uh, in the maritime yeah. education and training. I like that. No regrets. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is far we have reached now. I think what we'll do we'll take a small little break and then we'll be right back and then we'll talk about uh, your life here at uh, in, in, in Scandinavia. All right. Okay. The Connect Connecting People. Welcome back Gift. Thank you. Let's uh, now talk about you leaving Malawi. Yeah. And then coming to uh, Sweden to Malmo, I remember I met you the first day that you came here. You yeah. went to buy bread and cold drink. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. held your cold drink for you. Remember? At Coco, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was trying to be friendly. It's like, oh, neighbor, let me hold your cold drink. For yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, but but it must be a huge change. It was a huge change for me mm. yeah. uh, coming from South Africa to here. Yeah. Um and we had to grapple with a couple of things in terms of changing of environment and and and, and tell us your bit how how you then managed to or how you experienced a transition from your country to here. The transition was not in the, I can say it was not all that different to me. Uh when it comes to the weather, the what no. 
I, because I was quite aware that where I'm going, things will go like mm. this and that. Mm. But what I can explain here about my experience, mm. when I was living in my country, it was a time when I had just stayed back home for a few months. Mm. I was coming from another engagement, uh, which I also spent for 14 months. Okay. Yeah, so I had my plans maybe to do some other courses at work, promotion exams, but I had to take this chance to come here. Mm. And I knew already the kind of stress which you have when you go a place far away from mm. home. Yeah, so I knew about that one. So when I came here, my first uh, stress experience was uh, what uh, the assistant register of students used to say that Sweden does not accept cash. Mm. <laughs> if you bring <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, this is something which was uh, stressed me. Because when I was coming here, I I did not bring my ATM card because Ooh. I had a I had a project back home, so I wanted people to be accessing okay. that card yeah. to continue with the project. Mm. Yes. So I had to take uh, hard cash in the form of wow. dollars. Wow. Uh, of course, it was enough money in the form of dollars. Mm. So when they say, oh, don't take a lot of cash, come here. <laughs> so, oh, so people here, they don't receive cash. Yeah, like <laughs> how do happen? they live? And here you are, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I arrived here in Mamo and then the my buddy, I had to welcome me. She offered me supper that night, mm. and she gave me some something for breakfast in the morning. Yeah. So I could not think more about, okay, buddy will take care of me. So I had to start thinking, now, mm. what will happen? Am I going to have a chance to exchange these dollars into clones mm. so that I should now start, okay, if I exchange the money, am I going to buy things mm. with the clones which I have. I went for the, the orientation session and then Linda had to, to continue say, oh, so I don't remember when I used the cash. <laughs> so, <laughs> scaring yeah. you. Yeah, so <laughs> And then at a certain point, I stopped uh, concentrating to the orientation. So, well, what happened? Then at break, Mm -hmm. I was accompanied by my colleague going to the bank. You know, yeah, that guy was going there for checking, for signing the forms, what, what. Yeah. So I had to ask there, do you exchange money here? So, oh, here we don't handle any money, what, what, what. And it's a bank. It's a bank. So <laughs> the bank, so, oh, you don't, you don't hold any cash here. Okay. So, but good enough, the, the bank had to say, oh, but you can go to the center station and mm. see the mm. Forex Bureau there. You yes. can exchange the money. Oh, the, so the, I had like, it's a God this is, place it should be <laughs> a sigh of relief now. Yes. So when we were coming from there with a colleague, passed by that place, then we had to make inquiries. Oh, yeah, yeah, we exchange money. Do you have a passport? Oh, that time I had forgotten my passport in the okay. HSR. Mm -hmm. I go back to the orientation session after the session i had to run and take the passport mm -hmm. exchange the money mm -hmm. so i had the money then okay, will this money work okay so one of the co my colleagues 
took me so oh let's go to this shop so went to abdos mm. <laughs> so i was surprised to say they are accepting cash so mm. things are happening now so i bought a lot of stuff i thought like maybe later on maybe yes while you can if, let me use if, this yeah, cash yeah as if maybe they will not accept it <laughs> i bought a lot of things now i was safe yeah so that was the only part which I was it was stressing me much mm. and then uh, when everything was settled i knew oh, what kind of things are needed if you want to distress yourself mm, so yes. the first step before the start of the the classes mm. had to go and find a music system yes mm. yeah yeah so i should if i would be alone in the room i should be like i'm um, with Hundred mm. people. Yeah. Yeah. More music. So hard to do one. I've never three. seen you dance, by the way. Oh, I dance. I, okay. I, I, dance. I will watch I you. See, he knows that. He's <laughs> a good dancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I dance. So I had some music. What? Yeah. So those were the the things which were stressed me in the mm. early days, and then we had to go through, yeah, orientation. We studied the classes. So. Every time I I knew what to stress us because I've gone I've been most of the time away from home for mm-hmm. 10 months mm-hmm. I know how it goes and I the the, the environment which we have been staying mm. is different from the environment which I have been mm, used yes. to mm. right so uh with my work experience uh, sometimes we're in a camp mm. where we, you have strict rules mm. You, you cannot just go outside anyhow mm. yeah if you don't have a job to do outside you don't go so the more you don't have the job to go outside so the more you are staying inside the camp mm. so it's like you're staying in like a prison like mm. but coming here i have freedom to go anywhere anytime yes so it was like ah, here okay this is yeah of course i would be stressed somehow sometime but the environment is quite good mm. yeah mm. i have everything yet what i have to do is to concentrate on the study yeah so that was <coughs> one of the the thing which i saw and uh, another issue which uh, gave me an advantage is the experience i have been exposed to mm. yeah every time i go out for so long time you can be sleeping then once you hear the gunshots yeah yeah you have to work so now it's something else here you cut off the then so here just no gunshots <laughs> yeah. so what is going to stress me the stress only comes when there's a lot of work mm. yeah <laughs> when and, and i actually long. found that the exams in the in the in the foundation phase really stressed me a lot yeah 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 so i the, think i had so much stress that um if anybody had asked me if i want to go home mm-hmm. i would have said yes Yeah, you know that's that's the thing because uh, yeah, too much pressure. I know there were some other people who have not been used to handwritten exams. Mm-hmm. Closed the book. Yes. You remember we had uh, two exams closed book. It was hard, you know, to just go there. Sitla knows how I reacted to those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so having like two and a half hours writing a closed paper. Yes, yes. It was not easy. Mm. Yes. And then uh, the more we had been receiving the 
assignments. Mm -hmm. uh, the, now, the more the stress levels had to be mm -hmm. going up, up. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you are part of the student council uh, uh, at WMU. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk about that, something that Sikla said I must not talk about because I'm not entitled to yeah, speak exactly. about it. But anyway, mm -hmm. let me introduce this point. All right. So, you are a member of the student council. You are the sports, sports representative. representative yes. exactly. So, basically, your job is to make sure that we are, we are keeping fit and then mm -hmm. you arrange all these exciting things. But one of the things that you do is that you have this aerobics club mm. that runs twice a week now. Yeah. Um, um, which I'm a gift. member of. I don't, I don't, I don't care I, what Sitsi I don't know so. how Tebuho is bold <clears throat> enough to actually ask this question, but he's never been to any session of aerobics. Gift knows why I've not been to any session of aerobics. Why? Can we actually, can actually just know <laughs> online right now? <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. So tell us about... I mean, this, <laughs> this would be one of the things that actually keeps you stress-free mm, yeah. and keeps a lot of uh, colleagues uh, mm. at HSR stress-free, like coming to aerobics, the sports things that you arrange and, and, and think about. And I mean, you're a very fit man. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, given your background with military and whatnot, so you would have to be fit anyways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, because of my background, I, yeah, I'm supposed to be physically fit mm -hmm. due to the nature of the job, which I normally do. But that aside, um, for so long I've been exposed to uh, doing athletics. Okay. Yeah, so I'm an active athlete, of course. Now I'm grown up. What I do now is just uh, the coaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so normally when you are coaching, you are doing the thing because yes. you have to demonstrate show the what people. the people mm -hmm. do. So when talking about athletics, 100 meters, 200 meters, relays, what, mm. any kind of lining. She so, ran a 100 meter race last year, by the way. Oh, last year. Yeah, she lost. Which was an epic fail. Epic. <laughs> I'll never do that again. You never do it. No, no, no. And, no. and the worst thing, it was actually recorded. The, the people still have that video of me. Oh, but. they have the video. <laughs> right. So what happens in um, athletics, you have to, you have to be fit mm -hmm. and you have to know the... Uh, techniques. Yeah. Learning is not just going outside and start running. Mm. There are a lot of drills, mechanics. What people do behind the scene is too much mm. other than what you can see on the stage whereby people are coming to showcase the hundred meters. Mm. You see them cruising properly but what they have been doing behind the scene, mm. oh, it's too much. Yeah. yeah, so I've been engaged in such activities, running, yeah, and then part of, um, like I can say, it's a, it's a hobby because even if I'm not at work, uh, I'm home, I normally do exercises. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like these things of aerobics, uh, circuit training, whereby I can just choose kind of exercises to do. Mm -hmm. So, while, while you're at home? Yeah, I can just... And, and she doesn't know that you've actually taught me those exercises. Yeah, so I can be... Mm -hmm. yeah, so <laughs> I can uh, um, I can just put some things here, dumbbells, yes. low mat here, I have the aurora, mm. then have the heaving bar. So I can start with push-ups, take the barbell, do the abs, do something there, and then do the, mm -hmm. the heaves. So I'll be counting after this set, I count one. Mm. Then I'll go and start again, push-ups, sit-ups, floor triceps dips, barbells, hips, 
that's lap number two. So I normally do those things and uh, to keep fit, I need to do at least uh, five days a week and two days of rest so that the muscles... Yeah, see, that's the problem with me. Five yes. days is a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the muscles have to <laughs> have to recover for two okay. days and then you start another session, mm. depending on your schedules. Mm. Yeah, so um, I've been doing that. So when I came here, I knew the place could be quite stressing and the mm. only thing to distress is uh, to involve in such activities like uh, being uh, physically in, engaged so that uh, yeah we distress and so the only way was to to introduce this thing of uh, aerobics mm, mm. I had that in mind even before I was selected uh, yes. the, so mm. I was just looking for the way yeah. how to introduce this tradition so that mm. we should this one should benefit a lot of people mm. and I think it so, is um, during the time when there were those elections campaigns, mm. this is the only thing I said. Okay, for me, I'm vying for this uh, position. Mm. But whether you select me, you choose or me or not, I intend to provide free this lessons, yes. aerobics, ah. once in a week. So people received this thing. Yeah, mm. with positive mind and people were happy about that. And with mm. only that statement, I had to win the hearts and mind of the electorates and mm. ushered me. Yeah, yeah, ushered me in the Fantastic, man. I will come to the aerobics. One of the it's days. actually twice a week now. I know. Um, I'm yeah, in the yeah group. Twice, uh, twice a week. And you see, Gift has faith in me that he still included me in this group. Yeah. Of the aerobics. So I'm gonna come. Um, I think I think we, we we've come to to the end. But if if there's people that are there will be people that are listening to you. You know this, it's amazing. But and we haven't said this yet. But then this podcast is business, is being listened to all over the world. Mm, exactly. My favorite place where someone is consistently listening is Alaska. Alaska. Yes. Yeah, it's far Alaska. Yes. <laughs> Do you have? But thank any? you so. Do you have any connection? I have no idea who it is, but shout out to the person who's listening to the Connect from Alaska. Mm. Mm, There is a person there. Wow. Yes. So, like, if there's people from Alaska, from Malawi, from South Africa, from anywhere that are thinking of a career in the maritime industry, particularly coming to WMU, what would be your encouraging words to them? Um, For all those people who are... uh, in the maritime service, in maritime organization, the maritime industry, mm. uh, WMU is a, a good place to be mm. uh, because it will impart them with all necessary knowledge that will um, help the organizations to move forward. Mm. Uh, you might agree with me that we have a lot of specializations here. Mm-hmm. Um, ranging from sustainability, education, the safety, yeah, maritime policy. So all these things you talk about uh, strategic planning, management mm. and leadership is quite a lot. Yes. So all this kind of knowledge, if people are coming to to get the knowledge to their uh, institutions, their institutions can grow to rather highs. Yeah, because knowledge is power. Mm. Yeah, so, and uh, where this, the organization has got knowledgeable people, it means their decisions will be backed by um, 
we can say proper expertise. Yeah, yeah, like empirical evidence. Ah, After yeah, okay, yeah, empirical yes. evidence come here. Okay, this what we are doing it is supported, but what was founded by this mm-hmm. this time? Yeah, so uh, the the organizations I think they can blossom and bear uh, good fruits. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So coming to this institution <clears throat> is quite important, and. If there are some other people who are listening to this podcast, mm. yeah, I urge them to try their lucky, come mm-hmm. to the Bimium and get the knowledge which we have acquired here. They will never regret. Absolutely. Yeah. Gift, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we're really grateful to have you here. And on my side, thank you for aerobics. Um, I'm not going to disappear again. I'm here until the end. And thank you. Are you still throwing shade? I am not. Okay. Is Clement the aerobics? He's, he's been to yeah, one session. Yeah, so I look uh, at uh, Clement. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Clement came the once. Once, yeah. He came ah. once. Yeah, he, he could do what was. He could, he could uh, yeah. get information. The exercises which mm. are I, simple to him. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Gift, uh, I would disagree with you. Yeah, yeah. I did what I had to do against next year. Against <laughs> next year. <laughs> but it was nice, yeah. And, and El Cidio, have you seen El Cidio? Never. Uh, El Cidio has never been there. And oh, okay. then, yeah, but uh, we have had a right number of guys coming yeah. there, mm-hmm. dancing together. You know, when, when you start coming and experience the vibe, mm. it's two things which is happening there. Yeah. Okay, okay, I can say maybe, yeah, two things. It's one, the music, mm-hmm. and then what you are doing. Yes. So when you are concentrating on the music, you don't know what you are doing. Mm. You just find yourself, you are sweating. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes you can be, uh, you can get into the music, mm. and then you like coming there, exercising the boss. So, then you improve in your health and emotional well-being. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you so much, Gift. Thank you for... As Sitla said, gracing us with your presence here from the warm heart of Africa, Malawi. Um, um, we, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, you. It has been a pleasure to be here. Yeah, nice chat. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Connect. Connecting people.